Yeah. Um, well, it, uh, no, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> Episode number four. In this episode, Scott Savory talks about his process of prototyping. He talks a little bit about prototyping at Facebook and he introduces Quartz Composer and Framer as prototyping tools. How do you prototype and what do you use for prototyping? Yeah, so um, there are a couple tools that I use. Um, the main one that I've been using is um, Quartz Composer. Um, and I also use Framer. And um, more recently, um, I've just been kind of prototyping in Objective-C um, directly in Xcode when it's, when it's an iOS project. Um, but Quartz Composer, I think, is like probably the most powerful tool that I've, I've learned and you know, come to enjoy using like a lot, a lot, a lot. Um, so it's it's a, actually like a visual programming tool. So you can make like screensavers or kind of like you know, like uh, you ever see those like audio uh, equalizers where they kind of move to like the beat of the music. Like they look kind of crazy. Um, so I think like that's actually what it was originally meant for. And then. Um, uh, some people at Facebook started using it for prototyping, and I, so since then we've released this tool called Origami, which is basically all of these uh, little patches that you would need within Course Composer to do things like way, way, way easier. So I tried to learn it. So when Home came out from Facebook, I wasn't working here yet, um, but they wrote this article about you know you don't design uh, something like Home in Photoshop. We used Course Composer, yada yada yada. So right away, I was like, oh, man, i got to learn what this Quartz Composer program is all about. So it's crazy. And I tried to learn it. The learning curve back then was insanity. I did these, like, you know, these, like, five hours of, like, YouTube tutorials that I found, all this, and nothing at all made sense to me. And then uh, when I started here, they had all the origami patches, and then it actually becomes quite manageable and quite easy. And there's, like, a pretty active community around it as well um, that are starting to like share their prototypes and you can ask questions and get an answer quite quickly um, so the the learning curve is actually quite quite easy now and and it's like the most I think if you're working on like gesture based UIs then you 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 have to get into this this software yeah it's it's great so so you're not you would not use it for um a desktop web page or something. Um, you can, like you, you absolutely can. Um, there's even this like nice patch called the Safari patch, and it turns the like viewer window of Quartz Composer into a web browser, so it looks like it's like you're totally in the in the browser. But the thing is, on web, I think maybe my process would change now. I mean, I'm not working on so much web stuff like these days, and only on mobile stuff, but. Um, I feel like I would just, I would just code it. I would just do it, and make it, and then change it if it wasn't right. So you mean prototyping in the browser with HTML, CSS? Yeah, exactly. Because um, at least then you have some kind of code that you can take and actually use after, right? Mm -hmm. um, whereas with Quartz Composer, you're still 
it's still uh, separated between that and the you know actual production code. So you're not actually writing any code. You're just kind of visually. It's like visual coding or visual programming. So you're dragging these like little noodles and connecting like bits of code in a sense to to make something happen. Um, but it's really nice when you paired up a sketch because, for example, you can like copy paste objects from Sketch into into Quartz Composer, and then um, directly start interacting with those, and it becomes kind of like I bounce back between Quartz Composer and Sketch during like while I'm designing something. Um, so I'll I'll get like an idea going in Sketch, and then very quickly I'll move over to Quartz Composer and start kind of like seeing how that interaction feels and if it is working the way I imagined it to. Um, and then maybe I'll go back to Sketch and like kind of change the way some of the visuals look and copy paste this image back into Quartz Composer and start playing with it again. Um, uh, so that's actually the best thing about Quartz Composer, in my opinion, is like the ability to kind of very quickly play and try out a lot of different interactions. Um, with something like Framer, I've been I, I've I've been a strong Framer user, and then kind of got it more into Quartz and, and stopped using uh, Framer quite as quite as much. Um, but Framer always felt like you had to be much more satisfied with the design before you moved into prototyping, um, because it is a quite a bit more work. You have to program everything in JavaScript, and they make everything really easy. So there's some really great helpers for you and um, just easy, easy utility classes that you can kind of like use and all the, you know very quickly make a interactable prototype. And the, the the great thing about Framers they're easy to share, so it's all based on web technology, right? You can host this link and then visit it on your phone and play with it directly on your phone. It's pretty awesome in that sense. For people who have never heard about Quartz and Framer, maybe we can give them a little bit of a high level pitch what it is and what it is useful for. Yeah, well, basically, they're, they're tools to uh, very quickly try out interactions. So, you know, if you're an interaction designer and you want to, um, you know, try out different, different like, gestures and different, like, behavior of, like, how is this object going to behave, you can't communicate this with something like Photoshop. Photoshop's really great, or Photoshop or Sketch. They're both really great for, um, you know, finding the right color, finding the right typeface, getting the right kind of, um, you know, like shadows on elements and, you know, sizing things appropriately, getting your layout really perfect. But they're not good at um, saying, you know, what's going to happen on this item when I tap it? Like, how am I, you know, will I be able to, like, drag this item and, you know, reveal a menu behind it? What you know? How bouncy or how like tight is that supposed to feel? Um, and so, Course Composer and and Framer kind of let you play around with these things and um, actually you know interact with your designs. And then so all of a sudden you start to realize maybe some of the assumptions you had didn't make sense, or that the the flow that you had designed, like you know you very often you design kind of five screens next to each other, and that's like the flow, like maybe it's like a onboarding flow. Um, you realize that you, there are like a lot of gaps that you kind of didn't imagine because once you start actually going through it, um, it, it you know you're missing something. Something didn't feel right. Um, and so that's where tools like Quartz Composer and Framer really come in, and you can say, 
oh, okay, like, you know, I didn't realize that when X happens, it feels crazy because, you know, X, Y, Z. Um, it just kind of uncovers uh, things that I think you don't think of when you're designing in Photoshop and, and Sketch. Why not just use code from the beginning? A lot of the things I do in, in Quartz Composer, yeah, would take... Uh, way too long in HTML and CSS, so I can really, really quickly, like, you know, okay, so y you know when you uh, tap on a photo in the newsfeed of Facebook and it, and it expands and the, the background becomes dark, and then you drag that photo down to close it, I, I think I could make that in about two minutes in Quartz Composer. Um, and I think that would take you know quite a bit longer in in uh, in HTML or CSS, um, as well as you know Framer might take quite a bit of time as well. To make a prototype, it depends. I mean, you know, there's a lot of overhead when it when like this is like really for designers, right? I mean, people like let's assume you have very little programming knowledge. Uh, a tool like Quartz Composer is great because it's really visual. You can really see what's happening. You don't need to understand like different syntax and kind of programming concepts. Um, so the, the the barrier to entry is much lower. I see. But somebody who would be able to code his own um, iPhone application or whatever, would he still benefit from using Quartz, for example? Um, well, I can. Uh, for example, and I still like to use Quartz because when you're coding the in native code, the you're you're approaching the end, and when you're designing, like so, if there was a spectrum, you know, at the at the start of this spectrum is kind of designing in Sketch or Photoshop, and the end is is coding it in whatever you know Java or Objective-C, um, or whatever language, for whatever platform you're making it. But in the middle is this kind of like dead zone until things like Framer and, and Quartz Composer existed where, you know, you didn't, like, you want to explore a couple of ideas. You want to try out, like, multiple multiple different types of behavior um, and, and not have it take, like, not have the overhead, you know, hold up your project so if I was doing that in Objective-C like this would it's, it's not as easy to just try out different ideas and have like lots of different prototypes and say hey you know like here's my it's almost like have, designing mock-ups at this point where I have like five different prototypes made and I'm like yeah it could be like this could be like this what do you think if it's like this um, when it's I couldn't really imagine making like five separate like you know fake little iPhone apps to do this it, it seems like it would be quite a lot of quite a, just a bit too much effort